0: In this episode, I want to show you something that was used in the site called Go vs. Go. And we created the site as an entry for the Rails Rumble contest. And what you do here is just play the board game Go online or against the computer. And you can see here when I just place a stone that the computer shortly follows up by placing his stone as well. Now, sometimes the computer can take a while to think. And we didn't want to tie up a Rails process during that time. So we decided to move the computer AI into a background process now there are plenty of ways to queue background processes in a rails app but uh, james edward gray the second who was working on that part of the application chose beanstalk and i think it was a perfect solution for our case let me show you it here now the first step is to install beanstalked if you're on a mac i highly recommend that you use homebrew because then it's just as easy as a brew install beanstalked and once you do that once you have it installed it's just running the beanstalk command will start up the server you can use the dash d option uh, to run it as a demonized process now to use this in ruby you'll want to install the beanstalk clients gem so brew install beanstalk client and i'm not using sudo here because i'm using rvm on the beanstalk site it shows you how to use this in ruby you just create a new pool and then you can add something to the queue with this command and then to fetch something to the from the queue you call beanstalk reserve and then once a job is available it just returns it can process the job and then just delete it when it's done. So let me demonstrate this inside of two IRB sessions here. So notice in each of these, I require the Ruby gem and then created a new Beanstalk pool. And so I can add something to the queue by just calling Beanstalk put and then whatever I want. So I'll say hello. So then in the second session here, I can fetch that job with Beanstalk reserve. And then I can see the job body here. You can see it says hello, and then I can uh, just delete the job from the queue. So now what if we call Beanstalk Reserve again here, and you notice it just hangs there because there's no job currently in the queue. So if we add one up here, we'll just say bacon, then immediately it uh, returns the job back in the other session. So there's no polling going on here. It can process the job immediately, which is really nice in that Go versus Go application so that the computer can respond as soon as possible. Now let's see how we can use Beanstalk in a Rails application. So here I have an app where I can create city records by just entering a new zip code. So I'll just create one for my hometown here. And then notice that it filled in the name of the city automatically. It does this by fetching it from an external site. Although it was fast in this case, calling a separate request has the potential to be slow. And in this case, I want to move it into a separate background process. So that way, also in case it fails for some reason, it's easy to requeue it. Now while we could use the Beanstalk client gem directly in our Rails app, I prefer to go through another gem called Stalker. And this basically just wraps the client gem and provides a little bit of a nicer interface to work with. So to use this, just go to the gem file of your Rails application and then call gem Stalker there, and then run the bundle command to get it installed. So now we can handle the city name fetching in a separate background process. So if we check out our city's controller, inside the create action where after i'm done creating a city i call city fetch name and what this does is it calls an external api and fetches the name there and this is what i want to move into an external process so instead of calling this here i just want to add it to our queue so i can call stalker.nq and then um, give it an identifier so in this case i'll just say city uh, fetch name and really it can be anything you want and then just pass in any options you wanna pass into the job. So in this case, I'll just pass an ID option and say the city ID into there. Now we just need to create a stalker job to handle this task. Um, I like to put these under the config directory and just make a new file here called uh, jobs.rb. Now stalker has a nice API for managing jobs. And so you just say job and then the identifier. So in this case, city fetch name and pass in a block and pass in any arguments in here. And then in here, we just need to fetch the city. So city find with that given ID. And by the way, any symbols you pass in as arguments get converted into strings. So watch out for that because it does a JSON translation. And then we just want to call fetch name on that given city. However, this won't work yet because in Stalker, our Rails environment is not loaded. In fact, Stalker is not Rails specific at all. It's just a general Ruby gem. So to load our Rails environment, all we have to do is require our environment configuration file. So here I'll just do file expand path and then do our environment file and then just use our relative file path for that. So to run our jobs, we just run the stock command and then pass in our config file. So you can really place this in whatever directory you want, but it was under configs. Now I've already got Beanstalk running, so let's give this a try. I'll just enter a new zip here, create the city. Now notice the name is blank at first, but if I hit reload, there's the name. So it's successfully processing the job in the background. And notice you can see in the stalker log here, the job was successfully processed. Now one thing that's bothering me here is that we're loading the entire Rails environment for our background process. And what if we want to spin up five workers to handle these background jobs and having our rails environment while it's convenient isn't really a requirement we can make this a lot slimmer so it doesn't take up so much memory and it's not quite as heavy so here i'll just paste in some code for another solution to show you what it would look like without using the rails environment so here what we are doing is just fetching the sqlite database directly And then, of course, you would want to use um, MySQL 2 gem or whatever other gem you're using to communicate with your database if you're using something different in production. And then, inside of our fetch name job here, uh, we just call the database, get the value of the zip code, and then fetch it directly uh, through the API using JSON here and parsing it and then updating the record in the database. So this is all happening without using our Rails and our city model, which will keep uh, this background process a lot slimmer. Now let's say we have an error inside of here and an exception is raised. Now what's gonna happen? Well, um, Stalker will report this in its log and it will also try to execute an error handler. And we can make one by just calling the error method and passing a block. And the exception will be passed inside of here. So we can send emails or do whatever we want with this exception to notify ourselves of this error. Now, if this ever happens, Stalker will bury the task in Beanstalk, which means Beanstalk won't ever get to it again. It won't try to requeue it unless you kick it. And to kick a task in Beanstalk, what you have to do is Telnet directly to Beanstalk. So um, it's a pretty simple ASCII interface that you communicate with Beanstalk. You just call Telnet. Uh, Let's say our local host, and then our port, which is for Beanstalk, is that. So here you just run the kick command, and whatever number of tasks you want to kick back into the queue. So if we say kick 10, it'll attempt to kick 10 tasks back into the queue, and they'll be re-queued again. But you can see it says kicked 0 because we don't have any buried tasks. Okay, so that's how you handle the case where an error is raised inside of a job. But what happens if this background process dies entirely? We really should be monitoring it and ensure that it stays up. Well, you can do that with a tool like God. Now I covered God in detail in episode number 130, so you can refer to that if you aren't familiar with it. But here's a configuration file I have set up for running stalker tasks in the background. And it's pretty simple, and one really big advantage of this is that it automatically demonizes the process, so we don't have to worry about that. And so notice here that Uh, we're just calling the stock command and then running it on our jobs config file and then just with some pretty standard settings here to ensure that it stays up and running and doesn't get too crazy on the um, memory usage and so on one more thing to keep in mind is that beanstalk by default is not persistent so if you just run it as a standard daemon like this and maybe the power goes out or somehow you kill the process then all the queues that were just waiting there are lost because it's just in memory. Uh, if you want to make it persistent, you can run the dash B command and then just pass it a path to a bin log, and then it'll just store a binary log format uh, there at that path, and that way you can restore it uh, if it ever dies. Well, that's it for this episode. I've been really impressed with Beanstalk so far. I find it to be a very fast and efficient way of queuing background tasks.